What is good? Welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Faith Revelation Podcast. Again, in today's episode, it's your boy Gabriel. We're diving deep into the Garden of Eden and how it was fully created and how sin first led from Adam and Eve and how it later then fell upon us in this life of sin. Diving deeper into the story and the, and the creation of the seven days on the seventh day, following the Garden of Eden in this almost full creation as it was, God knew that there was something wrong in the Garden of Eden as of itself. Barren land, no trees, no fruit, no thistles, no wildlife. And there was also there also was no caretaker to actually care for the garden in of itself and shortly after god then created a man from the dust of the ground in which he named this man adam and adam was in charge of he was a caretaker of the garden making sure the garden was watered making sure the garden was in the right condition in the right shape it needed to be you know since god wasn't be able to god would not fully take care of the garden in of itself so we gave adam the sole responsibility to care for the garden at that time. And shortly after Adam's creation, Adam then knew that he wouldn't be able to fully complete the task of caring for the Garden of Eden as of itself. So God and Adam had to go and find a companion, whether that was an animal or human. Neither of them knew at the time, but somebody who could work alongside with Adam as an equal to help care for the garden. So at the time, God had rounded up all the animals, all the wildlife from the wildlife on the ground to all the wildlife in the air and brought them towards Adam. Adam, what do you think about any of these companions? Are they, would they be able to at least help you on this journey to actually taking care of the garden. Adam immediately knew that these animals wouldn't be able to do the job. There was no way it was going to work. So God had another idea about to actually find an alternative, a companion for Adam to work head in hand with at the garden. Shortly after God put Adam into a deep sleep in which he would take one of his ribs to then form Eve. And when Adam woke up, Adam had an epiphany, you could say, Alas, she shall be called woman, for she was created from my ribs, she was made from my bone to bone, flesh from my flesh. So she shall, shall be called woman. Therefore, she was later then named Eve. Right? Now, Diving into the story, they were given the sole responsibility to care for the Garden of Eden and all of its wildlife and all of its form and all of its enriches, right? And at the time, right? Now, pay note to this, because God then began to, he told Adam further back, but then began to tell Eve again. that You can eat from any tree you so desire, except from the tree of knowledge. Of good and evil. Why was that? Who knows? But God specifically told Adam and Eve to not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. 
and of all the animals that God had created in the Garden of Eden, to all the boars, to all the the majestic wildlife, to the, the giraffes, zebras, kangaroos, to all the wildlife, the serpent, the snake was the craftiest out of all of them. And believe it or not, the snake was actually standing at the time, which sounds as crazy not to fully believe it. But believe it or not, the snake was actually standing at the time, right? So keep that in mind as you're tuning into this story. The snake finds his way to Eve and asks Eve, Did God say for you to not eat any fruit that you can't eat from the garden? Eve replies back to the snake and says, Well, God said that we can eat from any fruit that we so desire except from the tree of knowledge of good and evil now the serpent the snake being as crafty as it was entices eve and tells her it's okay to eat from the fruit for you won't die god told adam and eve that if you eat from the fruit you will die and eve knowing the fact that god had told her even adam to not eat the fruit lest you would die she was enticed to even eat the fruit even more so the fruit looked appealing it looked pleasing to the eye and the devil even enticed eve to go ahead and eat the fruit for you will have wisdom to know what is good from what is wrong and that's why god does not want you to eat the fruit so based on the fact that the devil enticed eve to eat the fruit it looked pleasing to the eye it looked tempting and based on the fact that she wanted wisdom she ate the fruit she really ate the fruit when God told her, no, you must not eat from that fruit. The only fruit that's fruit there from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you must not eat. Yet she ate it anyways. Then gave it to Adam to let him eat. Even though Adam had no idea the fruit that she, the fruit that he had from Eve was from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He didn't know he was still as guilty because he took the fruit from Eve. And when they both ate the fruit, their eyes became fully open. They became ashamed of how they looked. And because they were ashamed, they immediately ran to go find the nearest bushes or some small trees to cover themselves up because they were ashamed. Now, do keep in mind, they weren't ashamed prior to when they consumed the forbidden fruit, but only then after where the eyes opened, they became fully ashamed. And this is the whole story of where sin actually began. Not to fall off from the topic here, but shortly thereafter, God comes in the cool of the afternoon to look for Adam, and much less Eve. Where are you? Where have you been? How have you been doing? How is the garden mode holding up, right? At last, Adam came, Adam came around to Jesus and said, For I was ashamed to hide from you. For I was ashamed, so I hid from you. And Jesus, God that knew at the time that he ate from the fruit, who told you to eat from the fruit in which I told you to not eat from? Adam told Eve, gave me the fruit for I which I didn't know that it was the fruit that you told me not to eat from, which Eve gave me that fruit to eat. Then Eve pointed to the snake and said, the snake enticed me. No, the snake tricked me into eating the fruit for it would give me wisdom. 
And it was for at that time God had cursed the serpent. God had cursed the snake. Simply because the snake had went to go and entice Eve. It was the devil in the form of the serpent. The adversary who went to go and tempt Eve to eat the fruit and disobey God's command. So God had cursed the snake so that he may slither and slide and grovel in dust for all eternity. And he would no longer, the snake would no longer stand. For the man God had cursed the man for any and every ground that he walk on, he shall work. And from the works that he actually puts in, he's going to bear the fruits of his hard labor. So the man shall continuously work to the day he dies for the woman. The woman is going to have to give and bear children. The process to bear a child is going to be painful as a result of disobeying God's command and attempting to sin and live a life that is not an embodiment of who Christ fully and truly is. This story is a story to really have you think about how temptation is formed in any and every way in our life. I talk about temptation a lot in these podcasts. Food is one form of temptation without a doubt. When we are dealt with temptation in our lives, how are we really deciding upon it? Are we making decisions based on our based on our nature, how we feel, based on what we want, based on our desires, not thinking about Christ, living in the embodiment of who Christ wants us to be, not living in fulfillment to the desires of God and fulfilling his kingdom. We need to think and make decisions that are going to be in alignment to obeying God's command, God's kingdom, God's people, God's, God's grace. Be in alignment to who God truly is be aware of temptation. Don't succumb towards temptation based on your desires because your only desires is going to lead you astray from God. It's going to lead you astray from the word of God. It's going to lead you astray and bring you towards a life in darkness, a life of not God being able to fully use you. And what kind of life do you want to live if God can't fully use you in that life where His glory? If God can't use you, then God's purpose can't really flow and his purpose won't be able to flow, move into your life. If you want your purpose to be established, you need to have God first and foremost into your life. You need to have God guiding you all the way. For you need to have God's understanding, for you to lean onto his understanding and not what you know so God can direct your path. God's path, God's way, God's grace is imminent and God will have his way into your life be wary of temptation for temptation is a trap from the enemy for temptation is only going to lead you stray from god for temptation is only going to lead you further away from your faith for temptation is going to deter your relationship and what you know it to be from christ jesus himself that's going to be it for today's episode of the Fit and Faith Revelation podcast. If you happen to enjoy the story of the Garden of Eden, 
and how the story went underway, be sure to share with a friend or family who you think would benefit from tuning into this podcast or even subscribe to it as well. And if you're still tuning in, I more than encourage you to go and share with an associate who needs Jesus in their life because who doesn't need Jesus in their life? Everybody does without a doubt. We will catch you all on the upcoming episodes of the Fit and Faith Revelation podcast in the upcoming week. That's a wrap.